0: Hey. Happy Thursday. How's it going? It's night time. <laughs> and I thought what a great time to um relate on some things cuz I definitely know that I'd be sitting here going through and others are probably doing the exact same thing. Let's relate. <laughs> let's relate on our struggles huh because I mean we're all connected in some way we're humans we all go through shit why not connect why not relate I realized not long ago I have a lot of realizations on this journey but I had healed quite a fair bit of my Subconscious mindsets, like the cycles that constantly tell you that you're not enough, or that you're this, that you're that, and they're so stuck within negative self-talk. I've done such a good job in healing so many of them, but you know what's funny? That I've noticed. It always finds something. Right, your like ego, the negative self-talk. You know, it's not healed fully, and I. <laughs> I don't really know if it can be healed fully. I don't know everything. But it's just fascinating how I remember it used to be like picking on me about, oh, like you're not studying, you're not doing anything, you're a failure, you're this, you're that. But then once I started studying, it was like, oh, well, your studies are not high enough. Like you're only doing diploma. You should be doing master's degrees and bachelor degrees and those high ones where you can say that to people and, you know, fit into society and all that jam. Oh, I didn't go any higher than that, but I healed that element and let go of the attachment of needing to please people apart from myself. And then it upgraded to, well, what are you going to do once you finish studying? What are you going to do with your life, your career? You're not going to do anything. You're just going to be living this life that you don't want to live and doing these things that you don't want to do. Basically, what I'm saying is, is that it upgrades to the situations that you're in at that point. Like just then, before I even started this podcast. Today, I was dealing with some thoughts about where I am right now. And just feeling these emotions and feelings about where am I going to go? What am I going to do? What am I doing? just what am I doing? There are moments where I sit back, I look at my project, I look at my page, I look at my podcast, and I just think, I'm not doing enough. This is not doing good. This is not doing well. I'm not doing enough. It's still very fresh. So it definitely triggers some understandable emotions. But that's what, it was go- that's what was going on today. And I know so many of you can relate. When you just sit there and it's just like pounding you about, well, you're not doing enough to create a future. You're not doing enough to create a career. You're not doing enough to situate yourself or to create like a life for yourself, basically. You get the drift. And it was kind of like, look at all these other people that have all this support and do all this stuff what do you do you don't even have that you don't have this you don't have that it was along those lines and I have spoken about this before where it's kind of like the mind the ego that part that likes to pick on the things that you don't have but this is the thing that I find is that when I have when I get something great example is if someone has I'm trying to look around my room and use an example (laughs) Okay, let's say an iPhone, okay, because I'm recording this on my iPhone. If I'm sitting there thinking, oh my gosh, I really want the iPhone 11. I'm never going to get it. I'm never going to get it. I'm never going to get it. And then I get it one day and then my mind goes back into this cycle of, oh man, I'm never going to get that new camera. Never going to get that new camera. And then you get that camera and then it's, man, I'm never going to get that new TV. Never going to get that new TV. That's what this feels like. That's what this feels like. Because as I was sitting there today, it was kind of like I haven't actually been in this mindset for a long time. So it's interesting how right now, because I'm sort of trying to figure myself out, it's using it to place in some fear elements and some tactics of... You're not good enough. You're not doing enough. Like society's voice in your head, kind of thing. I'm going to reference it as I'm going to shit happens. I'm going to reference it as a second person because honestly, you, you can do that. Because it's not you that has these thoughts. It's created from somewhere. Okay. You're not born with these thoughts. So it's created, they're installed. So I always consider it as like something else. It's not me, it's something else. And trust me, this helps a lot. This helps a lot to distinguish, to break it up, to separate you between all these thoughts that are basically telling you that you're not good enough, you're not pretty enough, you're not successful enough, you're not doing enough, or that you're a failure, you make so many mistakes, you're clumsy, you're sensitive, you're this, you're that you've heard that from somewhere and that's been installed into your mindset. It's created a system, an installed system, but that doesn't mean that it's you. It's not you. Okay. So I always consider it as something else. That's not me. So when that finds something to attack me for, it does. Oh man, does it? Literally. Oh, well, you just embarrassed yourself. Oh, gosh, you really need to, like, think about it constantly and start punishing yourself for the embarrassment that you just caused yourself. Like a kid, you any know, anytime something shows itself, like, oh, you just knocked that person. Oh, my God, you're that big. You're that big that you just knocked that person. You really need to stop eating or lose weight or do this or do that. Even through my healing of, you know, insecurities and insecurities within, like, body, mind. Outside, like society, all the fears that I had, it used every single one to put me in that state of, I believe you. I validate that because that must be true. It's not a blame game either because, again, this is created from society. It's created from our own mental health when we validate it. Because let's be honest, a lot of us wouldn't have thought of ourselves as failures as babies or young children until we hit a point where either people around us, other children or adults, put that into your system or you hear it or you're constantly surrounded by it. Like I said, installed, right? So it's not a blame game. This is the thing. The more that you hate from what I call as the other person again this is how I reference it you can reference it however you like it's the more that the power that it has over you is really strong and that I can 100% provide proof for I kid you not the more I attacked it and got angry at it and got so just stuck within its cycles the more I got stuck basically Because the anger is like the acceptance of what it's saying. and We don't want to accept what it's saying. Because think about it, right? You're more miserable when you do. You're not happy when you do. And I know a lot of us don't like to admit this, but when something, when this second person is telling you that you're ugly, it's because it's feeding off something. You already believe it. So obviously you're going to think it's right and nothing else. And society's bullshit as well. But seriously, it's it's an installed system. It's not permanent. So why is it right? And if you're not happy with it, if you're not happy with the thought or the feeling, how is it valid? How is it right? How is it truth? Why is it the truth? Why do we just accept it and allow ourselves to be miserable over it? And so what? Some person come up to you and said it to you so they are the revolving of your world now I know how easy it is to do that trust me I know (laughs) I get it I've done it too one word and my whole world is revolved around that but one word of what that person said and I literally have changed aspects of myself just to fit into that my world I changed my world to fit into their world how does that sound listen to how that sounds I wasn't born for them I wasn't born to change my looks for them or to please them, to make their self-preference acceptable or, you know, feed the entitlement they believe they have. Hell no. Hell no. But all this stuff is a process. But I just find it so fascinating how you can heal from one part, but then it finds something else. And it kind of leaves you with the question mark of why do you find all these things that maybe trigger fear and then attack or trigger anxiety? It can be anything that puts you out of your comfort zone or triggers fear or triggers uncomfortability or embarrassment or guilt or shame, whatever it is. This second person, we can say, relies on this kind of stuff. To survive. I'm not saying that healing doesn't quiet the voice because it does. But this is a work in progress and I know that. It takes time to subconsciously rewire what you've constantly been living in. Which means a state and a cycle of negative self-talk or even validating and believing it. This is not me saying that this is such an easy thing. I would never even say that, anyway. I wish I could say it. I wish I could say that all you have to do is take like ten steps, ten steps. Can't even talk. Ten steps, and all your negative self-talk is gone. But it came from somewhere. It's an installed system. It can be healed, but even just me sitting here and saying this is a realization for me. It's an understanding for me because when I go through these two, oh. The amount of times that I've believed them or fell into that cycle of validating it, woo, even today, I i could feel it. I could feel the pull. I kid you not, it's really strong. And I think you would know as well, any of you that are listening that also go through this, it is strong because it knows where to hit you. It knows where to get you. It knows exactly what's going to convince you that it's right. You know, and it was getting me, and I was literally pondering, and I was like, "Well, maybe this is not for me. Maybe I am a failure. Maybe I'll never be at that level that I really want to be at, or maybe I'll never succeed in the way that I've thought of. Maybe I'll never find that pathway." Like it was really getting deep within that, and I was, just, and I can even feel it right now because it hits. It hits. It knows it hurts. And that fear element makes you not want to keep going. That's the thing about this. Is that the survival mode, the protection mode, the fear mode, all of that will play. So you don't keep going down a path that rocks it, that shifts it, that challenges it. And I know that the path that I'm heading down, doing all this is something I could never imagine myself doing. Speaking this openly, putting myself out there for a lot of people's opinions and all this other stuff. No way. And my protective mode, my fear mode, survival mode is was 100% triggered when I started, 110%. I remember the thoughts that went through my head when I started this. It was like, how dare you? You know that you're going to get hated on. You're going to get this. You're going to get that. They're going to pick on how you look. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. They're going to tell you that you're not enough because you are not enough. Like it was just. Oh, it hit me like a brick wall, like just immediately bang. The moment I started this and I get it in some ways, it was a form of protection to basically say, stop what you're doing. Because this is the potential. This is going to happen. You need to stop. You're going to be hurt. You're going to suffer. Like, I'm not going to lie. And when you really think about it, you can actually hear the protection behind it. That's kind of like, okay, but if you do this, you're going to feel this way. You're going to be hurt. Hello. You know what this feels like. That's the thing. That's why I said that all of them play a part into when you're stepping out of your comfort zone or going after your career or meeting someone or going on a date, whatever it is. They are so used to being a part of my life that terrifies them even more that I'm healing them. I'm referencing, referencing them as a them because like I said, I separate it because it's not me. It's not me. It was created It was created. I really need to make that really clear because I used to say it as well, where I would be like, they're a part of me. They're not. They were created through trauma, through pain, right? But through healing, they are something else and I'm healing them because they don't need to be present in my life anymore. Because realistically, you go through ups and downs. Realistically, you try things and they may not work realistically you may meet someone and that doesn't work like who knows who knows but the point is is that it's valid to feel things about it but to fear everything and just to not do anything because you're just that scared over it that's I just can't do it I can't do it now that I found the element of life and tasted what it is to live I just cannot do it so I'm constantly stepping out of my comfort zone I'm constantly putting myself in positions where the fear is triggered. You know, I have done things. I've done so many things that I would have never pictured myself doing. Oh, I kid you not. So many things, especially more than anything, doing things by myself, signing up for things. Yeah, just a lot of out of the comfort zone and they have been triggered galore. Triggered. I've almost had anxiety attacks in public. I have almost disassociated many times and I actually have too on transport. Disassociation is a massive thing for me as someone with PTSD. So (laughs) they have very much been triggered within this whole process. And if you think about it as well, you may even notice everything I'm saying. You may start to notice it within your own thoughts. Distinguish it however you like. But it's really crucial to, to to know this stuff, to recognize it, that it only plays that it's a part of your mind and that it's like, oh, hey, I'm a part of you. You know, you're ugly. <laughs> I'm a part of you. No, you're not. You're, you're not a part of me. Because if you were a part of me, you would be giving me a lot of motivation and positivity and you'd be heightening me up like the higher mind does. That's what the higher mind does. It would be for my highest good, but you don't do things for my highest good. You do things out of fear and of anxiety. And then you take what society says and you implement it into your structure and then you implement them into me, meaning like you project it upon me. If society says this is ugly and I have it, suddenly I'm ugly. That's what I'm talking about. That's the example. But that's not a reality. Because you don't live for society. You don't live for self-preference or the beauty standards. I really hate beauty standards. But anyway, I'm not going to even go there. The point of all of this is that it's it's a realization for me as well. I'm still learning. I don't know everything. I don't have all the answers. I'm giving out guidance. And I'm also doing this journey along with many of you. Life. The journey of life. And then also for those that are healing, the journey of healing. And for those that want to know about healing, this is what this is too. There are so many angles to this and there's no perfection standards. I don't believe in perfection standards. It's just, it's no such thing to me. There is no such thing to me. That's why you're going to hear my mistakes and how I speak. Because I'm actually re-learning how to properly speak without going so fast. But also, oh, there's many times where I'm kind of like, hey, how you doing? Yeah, when you Okay, no worries. I've done that so many times. I'm going to stop and be like, hey, how are you going? What did you do yesterday? Oh, yeah, I'm doing good sort of thing. I've got to slow it down. And that's not like a... What's the word? It's not like... I can't even think of the word. It's not... I can't think of the word. My point is, is that this is normal this process and I think you'd be surprised how many other people have a them calling it a them like I said I think three times just to keep clarifying but when you're sitting there at night and you have excessive thoughts that are thinking it's a them you know and I think it's really important to know that so many people are doing this journey along with you and you're just not alone. I like to remind myself of that as well, because I think we all know that it can feel really lonely. It can. All these thoughts, trying to understand where they've come from, and we're just learning about all this now. While we've already kind of gone through the damage of them. <laughs> and trying to heal from it. But I, I just, I get it. I get it, <laughs> I really do. But I think it's really just they're lying to you, they're bullshit. <laughs> it's the most easy version of it is just to say that I know, but truly, that's that's just the way it is. Like they're they're lying, they're bullshit, and even if you have moments where you believe it, it's okay. Please, it's okay, because today I believed it I fell into the cycle and I believed it and I'm literally saying this because it's not a perfect journey and even now as I'm saying this I still believe it And I'm still I can feel the thoughts right now worried and feeling like giving up on all of this because I just don't don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going. I don't know if I'm doing the right thing. I don't know. I don't know where this is going. So. It's okay though. Because I know this. And this is the thing. That I want you guys to know as well. It's knowing the distinction. And I tell myself. And this is the last thing I'll say before I end this podcast. Those thoughts are not mine there's something else so even though there may be a part of me that's heading into that belief I'm going to validate my feelings journal it understand where it's coming from understand the root cause I'm going to find a way to figure this out in a healing element because I know these thoughts are not mine and your thoughts are not yours meaning it's not it's not true basically this is what this is it's not true not a failure. And I know that everything will work out. I'll find my way. How did I start my Instagram in that in the first place? By finding my way, you know, it is going to happen. And whatever that means with that, it is what it is. It's all worked out anyway. I'm here right now (laughs) doing all this alive living. So that's sort of the part of realism that we all need even if we think that the realism is too far away. Trust me, it's not. It's just them, those thoughts, that make it seem like that. But that's where you create the distinction. These are not my thoughts. These are not my thoughts. Where do they come from? What's the root cause of them? As you find that out, as you keep digging like I am and you find it, You heal it, and trust me, it may find something else. You heal that, and eventually it will, it will, it will die down. Because what does it have? Once you find out that there's no need for them anymore, what do they have? Thank you for listening to my podcast. I really hope you all have a lovely Friday, because I will be posting this tomorrow. It's currently Thursday. (laughs) but I really, really hope you all have a lovely Friday and that this was able to give some relation. So thank you for listening and please do take care.